0: Welcome to the Grumpy Metalheads Podcast with the Heavy Metal Strength Coach and Shrub666. Hi guys, and welcome to another edition of the Grumpy Metal Heads podcast. I'm the heavy metal strength coach, and I'm joined as ever by shrubs Six, six, motherfucking six. And Shrubs, how are you doing today? I'm pretty decent, not too bad. What have you been
1: listening to this week? Well, uh, a few things, but only a few have really, really completely taken my attention this week. And first one is ARA have released the second part of their trilogy of albums, Triade to Hemera. And this is really, really good quality atmospheric blackmail. The Swiss seem to, it must be the alpine air in Switzerland that do this because that's <laughs> you know, a good band from Switzerland. And so, you know, Bolzer and Shamash and people like that. So there's definitely something in the water, in that alpine water in um, Switzerland at the moment for producing some like properly, properly good atmospheric style black metal, uh, and this is definitely up there with them. I mean, think of Grimer, Afsky, Violet Cold. There's all those sort of like elements in it, and it's just a really, really, really good quality. And I'm well enjoying this 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 trilogy they're doing. But it does roll into each other so far with the first and the second one. It, it does feel like it's a massive continuation from the first. Part of it, this is fourth album. I thought it was their third, but fourth album. So they're, they're definitely well-versed in it now, in, in the production and making of albums now. And I, I think they've found their groove. I mean, they've only been going since 2018. They're already on four albums. So it's not bad going at one a year, is it? So, and we've had a pandemic in the middle of that of two years. So <clears throat> you can't really complain. So imagine where they would be if they hadn't had that restriction as well. But yeah, it, it's it, it's really, really absolutely solid album um if you're into the atmospheric side of black metal these are definitely going to be up there with one of the best ones out there i mean the average it, it, the song lengths are between six and eight minutes which is kind of what you would expect from them there's only six tracks on there but they're so so good i think my favorite is uh sona de nacht it does kind of have a violet coal feel where you've got like this female vocals happening on it like choral type vocals and and with a kind of sort of like Middle Eastern rhythm to them and and it but it just really really works with the song Uh, and they just seem to know how to blend the atmospheric start parts with this the really waspy black metal vocals and black metal riffing and full-on just sometimes the full-on cold black metal that that we were used to from the Scandinavians and and they just seem to blend that in really, really well with the atmospheric element and, and drawing stuff out and making the songs a bit more epic. Oh, and they, they do really, really well.
0: That sounds amazing. Is the operatic style similar to in depressed mode or is it? No,
1: no, not at all. It's not operatic. It's more um, choral. Okay, so, okay. You know, yeah. It, it's more choral than operatic, which is more like Violet Cold and how yeah. Violet Cold used um, female vocals. Okay, so, I'm
0: excited to listen to this. What would you give it out of 10?
1: I've given this a 9 out of 10. This 9 out good. of 10. This has to make the list then. Yeah, this is, this is definitely on my forever growing list of albums to be shortlisted at the end of the year. Yes. Yeah, this is comfortably in there. This is comfortably in that list. Like I say, we're
0: halfway through, just coming up to halfway through the year. So we've I got a way to um, Just riffing on the back of that Thinking about that theme of atmospheric black metal, I've got a couple of uh, little recommendations in here, both beginning with a V, uh, and one of them is called Vimmer, and their album Transcendental Violence is some of the most beautiful, brutal, filthy black metal that I've heard for a long time, and this album has been just playing over and over and over again in my house, which has been um, well, pretty much been giving everyone tinnitus. But anyway, and for me, this one was a, was a nine out of ten and was all because um, we got into the uh, Tamarun um, album last week. It's all about just been listening to similar bands, to that band and it's opened this this whole world of atmospheric black metal that I wasn't aware of and that second album that I was talking about is one by uh, Varga and it's called Striving Towards Oblivion and that is a title that I was always going to like really solid black metal all of it made it into my training playlist as well uh, and I'd give that one a solid eight and a half out of ten as well I don't know if you've heard either of those
1: I've heard the Vimor one, and that was that was really good. I did enjoy I did enjoy listening to that. I, I didn't give it enough time for it to make it into my shortlist to to review today, but. Yeah, I I don't disagree with you. It's it's a surprisingly good one. There's a few others that, that I listened to that are worth you know in that kind of vein of black metal. Um well, definitely in the vein of black metal cuz they are that also didn't make my list but still worth people people worth checking out is Anti Inferno and a British black metal band that that sounds really really good and I enjoyed that but and another one called Sacred Sun which is another one man black metal band. Those two are both UK black metals, so that's really 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 good and also I've been discovering some sort of like Native American black metal, which sounds a little bit odd, but actually really really works. And um, one band in particular that's worth checking out for people out there is I'm gonna I'm gonna really destroy this, but Nekokwen, I think is how you say it. It's N E C H E C O C H W E N and they've got a new album out as well. And again, I just didn't give them enough time for it to to do a full review, but from what I heard, they're really really good. All all of those were really worth worth mentioning, but like I, said, I haven't done a full review on those. Okay, that's going to be really interesting to get into. Okay, my friend, what else have you been listening to? Okay, next up on the list that did make my shortlist was Misery Index. And then you have This is their seventh album. <laughs> it's like a ridiculous number of albums. And to be honest, they're all really, really good. This isn't the best of them, but it's, it's still really good. The, the you know this is for fans of dying fetus, cattle decapitation, discarnate. You know bands bands of that. Ilk. That's that, that's who this this service is. And if you like any of those, you will definitely like Misery Index. Um, and without doubt, you've probably even listened to Misery Index. This is going to be no different. Um, I don't think it's quite as good as the Killing Gods, but it's up there with Rituals of Power, which was the last one.
0: Oh, that was a banger!
1: Yeah, yeah, I know you really, really enjoyed that. I enjoyed it too, and I, I just, I, I for me, Killing Gods was just completely immense. Yeah,
0: um,
1: and I think that's that that's the one they're going to have difficulty um, competing against. But this is up there with Rituals of Power. You've got you've got a little bit of groove in there, which they've they've had for a long, long time, and they but they've got riffs riffs that just want to stomp on you. It's, the <laughs> it's just like, yes, this is this is so good, and um, yeah, I take it. It's, it. I love having it on my playlist, especially when I start to try and squat two hundred kilos. It works really well for doing that. Don't go there, Trope. Don't go there. But um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's it, it's a really really good, powerful powerful album, and for anyone who enjoys that vein. of of death metal with with elements of grindcore in there a little bit at times they they do speed it up and and because that's where they basically started from was a bit more of a death metal orientated grindcore band they've kind of toned that down a little bit and up the groovy parts of death metal a little bit but it is balanced and it works really, really well, and yeah, they, they they smash it every time. I I always look forward to hearing new stuff from Misery Index because I just know I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a pummel in from them. Yeah, <laughs> with a smile on my face. Um, so,
0: what do you give it out of ten?
1: I've given this um, uh, an eight eight and a half because, like I say, it, it's it is good. It's just not it's just not the Killing Gods for me. Go go listen to it, and yeah, it just go and lift some heavy weights while listening to this is good.
0: All right, anything else on the list before our essential metal listen? Uh yeah, just one more.
1: This everyone's going to need a shower after this one. Primitive Man have released an album called Insurmountable. It's their third one, third full album anyway, and uh, it, it it's as nasty as any of the others have been. There's a little bit of a mix of the caustic stuff that they did which I'm not such a fan of because there's lots of noise.
0: It's just mostly a noise album and and I'm not the biggest listener of that. Yeah, I but, think I tried to. I think that was the first album or work that I checked uh, out by them. I was like, "What the hell is this?"
1: Yeah, yeah. No, go to scorn the first album they did, and then, then, then go and have a wash afterwards because, um, yeah, you'll you'll feel absolutely filthy and grimy but it's amazing Scorn is is astonishing this is this is really good they do have some long droney bits they have one track in there which is kind of like would fit onto caustic it's called boiled it's one of the is the shortest song on the album because it's only 7 minutes long oh it's well, not very long <laughs> no but um when listening to stuff like the the track on air quiet which is again another short one on there seven minutes long but when when they get down and do the riffs they're incredible it's just it, you feel like the, a building well no a sewer is being literally dropped on top of you because you need all that torrid filth that's <laughs> in a sewer, <laughs> as well as the sheer weight <laughs> of the building and structure coming down on you because that's what it feels like and yeah you'll be definitely wanting to have a serious wash and clean yourself after that it, it, it's fantastic and if you even get a chance to see them live they're even more crushing live I don't know how they can make it any more crushing but they do they are impressive unit live um to watch
0: okay and um, what would you give this album out of 10
1: what did I put this down to now? Hang on. This was an eight and a half, nine, mostly because of some of the noise bits and droney bits go on for for me just a little bit too long. But that's just a personal thing about that style of music. It's not my biggest, but it's still it's still crushing. And when when they do do the riffs, ugh, it's just like thank you very much. That's just utter nasty.
0: <laughs> okay, I can't wait to hear this. Um, okay. All right, then, my friend, it is time for our essential metal listen. What have we got? Well,
1: I've chosen this because Manifest is coming up, and one of the headliners is Overkill. And I, I knew how good they were because I've been listening to them for years, but I forgot how good this album was and I went back to listen to it just, just to remind myself as to how good it was. And it's The Years of Decay, which is actually their fourth album. I mean, they, they've been around since 1980. Jesus. <laughs> and they're still recording and they're still kicking out like proper good fresh albums. <laughs> but this is definitely, unashamedly, part of that original Era thrash that was just fantastic. If you like Exodus, Nuclear Assault, Annihilator, that sort of stuff, then you're going to get all of that rolled into this. They even do a really sort of like doomy track on there called "Playing with Spiders," Skull Crusher, and but it's fantastic. I just that one again just stood out for me. I mean, all all the tracks on there are absolutely banging. But that one for me stood out again because of just how good it actually was. I just just properly loved it. Another song on there, "I Hate," is like a per- perfect teenage angst song, basically. He hates everything. "The Years of Decay" probably a social commentary of the time, but that social commentary doesn't appear to have changed too much. No, no. So, um, if anything, it's still exactly the same, and if anything, slightly worse. So yeah, kind of. There's kind of songs on there where you you look. Back at what was being done lyrically in the late 80s. I mean, when did this one come out? I can't mean, remember now, it's like 1989. Yeah, so October 1989, this was released, and yeah, it's just lyrically that some of the stuff they were covering back then still stands today. Some of those things haven't changed. Society hasn't moved on that much, really, other than just the technology by which people can moan about it and fuck you over now. So, they're the, the, I've never seen them live, so hopefully, fingers crossed, I can go and enjoy it.
0: Yeah, fingers crossed. It'll be great, and we can hear some demons screaming in a field. So (laughs) that leaves us, uh, our listeners with a lot of metal to uh, catch up on this week. So we'll leave everyone seven days to get all their listening in, and we'll have more recommendations next week. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you again soon.